Hey, glad everyone is here today. Who's got the story? We're sharing the story. Okay, Eric, put his hand up first. Okay, Eric, go first. Hey, every leader who's listening to this, Brat, listen to the story to you. Come on up here, Eric, share this. So this is more of just a fun story. Okay, so um, at our Oak Cliff campus, that we have the Strickland family. Okay, so Juan Carlos yeah. and Esther. They're amazing. They're phenomenal. Literally phenomenal. And um, and they have their son Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin is I think he's like ten years old right now. Okay, like he's like the but smartest. But he's really forty five. Yeah. yeah, literally. He's like one of the smartest. It's like, hey Joaquin, what are you doing? He's like, um, well, I'm reading about the American history in the 1800s. Like literally. That's like, I talk to him like he's a grown adult. He'll be like, Mr. Eric, uh, Pastor Eric. Is there anything I can do? I said, yeah, Joaquin, can you like do a perimeter around the building and pick up all the trash and then go check in with Mr. Michael to see because we need this. Like, I mean, like, I talked to him just like, he's an adult. That's just how he is. Okay. Uh, and we just we always tell him that he's going to be a future president because like I want him to be president. Uh, um, so anyways, this past week, he actually was running for class president. Oh, he was? That's awesome. In uh, fourth grade, I think, or fifth grade or something like that. I didn't even know they did that, you know? Um, but he got to practice his speech with like a number of people at, uh, at the campus. I posted a video on Instagram, oh, but it was just so super cute. cute. That is awesome. Um, but it was also a testimony to, I mean, he has been there since we launched the campus. Yeah. And he would like be, literally every morning he would come at 7 a.m. with his parents and he'd be sweep, like his duty was to sleep, uh, sweep the runner that came in. And so every week he would be sweeping the runner to make sure it's clean right before service. And I remember, the first time we um, had like a real service, he was helping to set up the pipe and yes, drape. He and he was standing on one of the chairs because yeah. he's too short. And uh, he fell and bumped yeah. his head and was crying, you know, and it was like, but anyways, it's just been beautiful to see. It's been beautiful to see because the whole campus is like, Joaquin, you're gonna be president. Like, you're gonna be president. And now two years, a year and a half later, he's running for class Man, what an honor we even get to be a part of it. We know it's not us. We just get to be like in the hose that the water's flowing through. So uh, I love that. Hey, every every single week we try to take out some time to make sure we get better. Okay, want to make sure we're moving forward in our leadership. Uh, but please don't be confused into thinking that leadership is the thing that really you know sets us apart. What sets us apart is Jesus, okay? That, that's who sets us apart. So he is the focus. What we're trying to do is get ourselves uh, as positioned as perfectly as we possibly can for him to maximize the potential that he put on the inside of us. Uh, so we're going to take some time out today to grow a little bit. So I asked Ben Stokes to come on up here. We got Mockingbird Station on the horizon. We got connect groups that have been happening. And I'm just excited about all this. It's going to be good. So share it. All right. Everybody ready? Ready. All right. Well, first off, thank you so much to our wonderful pastors. Uh, I was reminded last night, and actually, uh, when Pastor Earl asked me to share, uh, last night really reminded me of where we are going. And I'm thankful. Uh, that we have pastors who are willing to walk on the water. What happened last night? What happened last <laughs> night is we had our Mockingbird info. And I think 65 people showed up. I think 50-something signed up. And uh, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's really ridiculous, okay? I mean, there's some people who are waiting 10 years for that. And they don't get it. 
and we man honestly we put the word out in like 24 and a half hours or something <laughs> yeah. and that happened yeah. that, that that's not normal yeah. yeah that's not normal and really that's what uh this is really raw what i'm about to share yeah, but uh this is what really helped uh, uh i guess bring this message out because the truth is for where we we are going our our prayers lined up for where we are going and if they're not, you're praying prayers of what you are only seeing. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, now t- turn, turn to me. Follow me, follow me. 1 Samuel 21, we're going to jump around a little bit. And it said, starting verse 1, it says, David went to Nob, to Ahimelech, the priest. Ahimelech trembled when he met him and asked, Why are you alone? Why is no one with you? David answered Ahimelech, the priest, The king charged me with a certain matter and said to me, No one is to know anything about your mission and your instructions. David's actually lying here. As for my men, I have told them to meet me at a certain place. Now then, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves of bread or whatever you can find. Now skip down here. Oh, no, verse 4. But the priest answered David, I don't have any ordinary bread on hand however there is some consecrated bread here now skip to verse 8 David asked Ahimelech don't you have a spear or a sword or something here I haven't brought my sword or any other weapon because the king's business was urgent the priest replied the sword of the Goliath the Philistine whom you killed in the valley of Eli is here it is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you want it, take it. There is no sword here but that one. And David said, there is none like it. And all of the kingdom, kingdom, give it to me. What's happening here is King David, he's been anointed to be king. But in this moment, he's on the run. Running for his life. And he stumbles to this priest and says, man, give me whatever. Whatever bread you got, I don't care if it's moldy. I don't care if it's uh, rainbow bread. They still do rainbow bread. I don't care if it's Grandy's bread. Just give me any kind of bread. And the priest says, we don't have just any kind of bread. It's not what we do here. I do have some consecrated bread. This word consecrated bread actually means set apart bread. It's holy bread. If you want that, I can give that to you. Then David says... Man, you got a spear, a sword, man. I'll take a, I'll take even a fake spear or sword. Just give me, give me something. I need a sword here. I don't have just any kind of sword. What I do have is a sword that you took from Goliath when you killed him and you chopped his head off. And even David's response was, there's none like it in all of the kingdom. I'll take that. David was going into the house of God asking for... How he was living in the moment. The priest was trying to tell him, I need you to ask for things that are unseen. You've been tapped to be king. I need you to ask for king things. You've been tapped to be a warrior. I need you to ask for warrior things. For where we are going. That's why I was saying last night when we were sitting in this room, I'm like, my goodness, we are taking nations. Is my prayers lined up with taking nations? Or am I only praying for things that I I see see. in the moment? Am I praying for things that I'm hungry right now for in the moment? Or am I praying for things for 
for wow. mil feeding millions yeah. of people. That's right. That's right. What the enemy likes to do, this just popped into my brain. In the, in the Garden of Eden, in the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 3, what the enemy did was he showed them the, the tree of fruit that they weren't supposed to eat. And even Adam and Eve said, that fruit looks great. There was nothing different with the other fruit that was in the garden. The enemy got their eyes focused only on that fruit and they didn't see all of the other fruit was just the same fruit. And that's what he does with us is that we start to only see things that he wants us to see and we forget about all of the things that God has already given us and promised us. So we're only taking of that fruit. Wow. And what I want us to do, what our pastors want us to do, is to pray prayers that they are praying. Because they are praying prayers of, let's jump up out of this boat and walk on this water. Let's go take this hill. Let's go launch more campuses. Let's go break down walls. Let's move mountains. Let's make miracles happen. Those are the prayers that we are praying. Don't get caught up in the moment that you're living in. Let's get caught up in the moment that God is wanting us to live in yeah. and that is prayers of yeah. faith yeah. 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 That's awesome. so let's just go all out alright yeah. we've got more campuses to yeah. open yeah. we've got more lives to change yeah. God has tapped every single one of you to take this right now and wow. do something with it yeah. we are children of God well done man. Right. thank you so much that was such good stuff